So what is the Ketan Song? Ketan Song is one that describes the qualities of the divine. It may be, for example, a song about Shiva or about Krishna or whomever, but it's a song that that is it's a praise song basically. And what Prabhat Ranjan Saka is saying here is that it's more concerned in Ra, the idea it's more concerned with the sweet ideation of the Supreme rather than a description of the qualities, for example. So it's or it can be a combination of the two. And um, I sang I sang a couple of songs, but just before I sing one of them, I want to talk about another song, um, which which is I think is number nine six one, and it's called Jodi Alash Prabhani Mori, and it's a song from from composed from a feminine perspective, and I've sung this song myself, and it's so powerful, it's so beautiful. And it goes, the basic translation is goes, if by chance during one of your leisure periods, this is a woman speaking to the Supreme, speaking to her beloved. So if by chance during one of your leisure periods, if you by chance you think of me, forget that any time I loved you. Then it goes on to then it goes on to say that for you, expecting your arrival in the golden chariot, I tied my hair knot upon and threaded a garland. But today like a serpent devoid of its jewel, I cry in pain. You forgot that on several bright mornings I picked up the flowers to decorate you. Now all sweetness has become lost beyond limits, vanished into the sky. It's a it's a really deep song about this feeling of having been in a state of, you know, high consciousness because the golden chariot really um, really represents the Haranamaya Kosha, or the highest, subtlest layer of mind. So this woman was in that, obviously experiencing that extreme bliss, and then fell to this, and then didn't stay in that state. You know, she's saying, I cry in pain. So that sweetness became lost and was vanished into the sky. Like many Ketan songs, for example, it's traditional to, to speak in a, in a feminine voice. So this is one example of that. And then an example of a, of a mystic song of the Baal, of a Baal song. Um, I love the particular song, number six, Bondhu Amar. It goes, my beloved is covered in golden light. The bird of dawn begins to sing with new life. Why, what's happening? In answer to whose call? Day and night I seek you. The new light sends forth a blaze of effulgence and beats its new wings of joy. So this is the experience of a person who's just been um, initiated, that experience of bliss and ecstasy. Another thing, thing Prabhupada Rajan Saka says in his book on Rari, says, let me say one more thing. Kirtan is not like Baal music, which is more verbal than written. Kirtan is both verbal and written. So of course Kirtan comes within the purview not only of culture but also of literature. And that's because, as I was saying, these 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 amazing Kirtan poems written, recorded from the the 11th century onwards by, for example, the Jayadeva and the Chandidasas and Narutamadas and Govindadas and so many others which have, who have written these exquisite um, devotional songs. So after I, gave, after I gave my presentation, there was three other presentations. One was by Dada Sudatananda and he sang some Ketan songs, some Padaketans. And in those songs you could really feel 
um, there was this incredible deep feeling of longing and pain of separation, which is very typical of Ketan songs. And there's also that strong influence of the Baal music there with the with the large and developed leaps. And then Didi and under David Prana sing Kuzzle and then sing about it part of Ketan. Again, it was you could hear the pain of separation in those songs and the longing. And then of course the sense of fulfillment and things number 199 and it ends with this thought that with it says with what magic do you bind me today you know so in the end the devotee managed to capture that feeling of connectedness of being one with the beloved and she also performed some beautiful classical ornamentation in those songs then um a woman called arundhati from turkey who's trained classical sing indian classical singer and she sang um she sang a Krishna song, one really beautiful song. I think it was number 3625 of Prabhat Sangeet. We're just creating this oh, very deep devotional atmosphere with descriptions of Krishna with his dark skin color, playing the flute and the gopis dancing around him in the forest groves. So it was, um, yeah, it was a very um, interesting, um, very interesting seminar and I learned a lot today so I'm very grateful for that. So I'd like to end with one um, one Prabhatsangit, one Kirtan Prabhatsangit called Amijeti Kavikai. It's one of my favorites and there's a little story that goes with it. I was doing a 10-day retreat, meditation retreat in the south of India just after I finished the research uh, for my master's in 97 and during the, it was very intense. It was long hours of meditation every day. And at one point, I just sort of, this um, this Prabhat Sangeet came to mind. And I was singing Bhavanam Kevalam Kirtan to it. And it just fits perfectly, you know, with Bhavanam Kevalam, actually. And it's it's a beautiful Kirtan song written by Prabhat Ranjan Saka. I think it's number 138 of Prabhat Sangeet. And here is a very brief translation of it. It goes, wherever I look, I see only one form. That form is within and without, effulgent, radiant form, from which, which sings in my heart in beautiful language. It comes dancing to me. How can I forget you, beloved, you who vibrate and make the seven worlds dance? Even if I try to hide myself in caves and mountains, wherever I look, I see you. I find you all-pervading, smiling through your black eyelashes. I can't live without you. Wherever I look, I see only you, smiling within me, radiant in divine effulgence. Thank you. 
Thank you.